Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast, where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. Hello, welcome back to Happy Class. This is week 35. And I'm so grateful this week because the fire has sparked within me for my capstone project. I think last week when I chatted, I was getting started on it and just feeling a little bit of heaviness, like reluctance. I think taking a couple weeks off and having that nice break maybe put a little bit of drag on the process rather than sort of maintaining the momentum that I had had going from completing assignments and just having regular deadlines, taking a solid break. Although it was good for me, I I jumped all the way out of the pool. So I had to start slow. It's like very cold water. had to get back in with just like a little toe to my ankle. And I think last week I was still feeling a little bit nervous and just like not super interested. I hadn't yet turned that corner on getting in deep enough to feel excited about it. And it's kind of an interesting thing because I think it this idea of momentum and just immersion in a project relates to other parts of my life as well. And I maybe haven't thought about it that that much before. But there's a weight that accompanies the idea process. Sometimes at the beginning, there's a lot of excitement around that too. And so it feels really fun. And maybe you're kind of bouncing with these ideas. And then it settles into this weight of responsibility of bringing forth the thing that you have planned on. And that part, the in-between the fun idea phase and the actual getting to work phase can feel really difficult. 
The next step that I noticed to be really important is the immersion step. The wading into the water and tipping, dipping your toes in gets a little uncomfortable. And you realize that maybe your schedule is going to have to be changed a little bit, or maybe the resources that you need for the project are a little bit different than what you had expected. But once you get in far enough, you can kind of start feeling that energy build again. You have to be immersed enough for it to feel fun again and to feel comfortable again. And there's this sort of discomfort in between those steps. And of course, the the creation of anything, like a big paper like this, is still work. And I think that there's some excitement and fun and energy that can come to it. You can kind of draw or magnetize this energy to it, this inertia to it, as you get deep enough that maybe you you become sort of in a state of flow. Like I think I've talked about flow, which is a great positive psychology concept. Um, Jixemni High is the researcher behind the idea of flow. And you probably heard of this idea before too. Like a flow state is when your challenge and your skill are in this delicate balance so that you're challenged just enough that your skill meets it really nicely so you're interested and engaged, not bored or overwhelmed. And when you meet that that beautiful, what Chicksemni High calls optimal experience, you sort of lose track of time. You're so engaged in the process that your attention is focused there and you don't have this extra energy to spend thinking about or dwelling on or worrying about other things. It's kind of like just being in the zone, the flow zone. That is where I hit this week. I dug in deep enough into my project. I think I gave myself enough solid hours in a row to really get in there and find some flow. And what a difference it makes to feel engaged and enthusiastic and excited and capable where Last week, I was just a little bit hesitant and feeling like, okay, I'm ready to get started. I think I was excited, but also nervous. And now I'm like really, really in it. And it feels good. And the other thing that I noticed was once I got in it, so at the beginning of last week, I had written about three pages and they were agonizing. (laughs) It It took me hours and hours to get these first couple pages out. By the end of the week last week, I turned in about 12 pages of a very rough draft, but that's a significant amount of work. After I turned in that section, I spent two days over the weekend really working on it because I found this this energy around it. And when I'm recording this episode, now this show won't go live until Friday, it's Monday when I'm recording the show, and over the weekend I wrote about another 10 to 12 pages. So I doubled the amount of work in two days that I had done in the last two weeks. And what I'm realizing is that the long timeline that we, I mean, it's not long, the short timeline that we have for this project, which is about six weeks from the time we graduated, feels too long because of the energy I have around it. And it's sort of this twofold when I give it, a, when I'm really in it and I give it big chunks of time and I don't have to sort of code switch or gear switch in and out of working on the paper, doing laundry, working on the paper, helping the kids with something, working on the paper, like I, I need longer bouts of time for this project because it's just intricate enough. I Once I sit down at the computer, I have several different 
things pulled up from a draft document to a regular document to my research and then, you know, searching online for more research. I have a couple books around. I've got notes I'm taking. It's just it's a it's a lot of synthesizing of different information. So it takes a little bit to sort of get into it. And once I'm in there, I just want to stay for as long as possible. My realization was that those six weeks, which are now about four weeks, feels too long for me now, both because I have this energy around it and I want to just keep working on it until it's done. And because it is taking so much time necessarily, I prefer my own work style is to get things done. I want to start it and finish it in as little time as possible while not totally sacrificing my overall well-being. And where this project is a start and end project, I mean, it's a big project, but it it's not like writing an entire manuscript like I did a few years ago where I was going to be writing, you know, hundreds of pages. This will be 30 to 50 pages when I'm done. And that feels like something I just want to tackle all the way and just get it done and turn it in and relax. <laughs> so I think I've also been inspired by a few of my cohort mates, my good friends, have shortened deadlines because of other things going on this summer. So one of my good friends from the program is getting married in June. And so rather than the July 15th deadline, she knew from the beginning, from months ago, that she would be completing her capstone by the middle of June so that she could then have time to, you know, get married and go on a honeymoon and and all of those things sort of move on. And other of my cohort mates, my friends, have worked with their own capstone advisors on creating these shorter timelines. It's been really nice and motivating to check in with them. And like one of my friends, when I had three pages done, she said, I just turned in a third of my project. And that was so motivating. I thought, okay, we can just do it. Like I had set out to have, you know, these like turn in five to seven pages every Friday for the next six weeks. Well, now I've already, you know, hopefully, so fingers crossed, I have five days between when I'm recording this and when it will air. My goal is to have almost a complete draft by the time, not by the time this airs, but by Friday um, evening. So I'm about halfway through. And I think with some real dedicated work this week, and this is also the last week of school for my kids, which is a secondary factor that I realize it will be so much easier for me to spend these afternoons really focusing and working on it when my kids are in school. So when they finish school, I can be off for a couple months as well and we can just enjoy that time together. Between really getting excited and and having some energy around the project once I got in far enough to feel that energy, and my friends being such good examples of just getting their work done early, I am hopeful that I can complete my capstone, you know, by in the next couple weeks, really, not all the way until mid-July, but sometime um, middle to end of June, which gives me some real time off, which is nice because we have a family beach week. My parents and all of my siblings are coming out to the Outer Banks the first week of July. It's the first time that we've had a big family trip that was on the East Coast rather than back in the West where my family lives. And I would really love to be all the way done before that week so that I can leave my computer at home and just enjoy being on the beach with my family, my sisters, my brothers, my parents, and all the cousins. Be amazing. So I've got these sort of multiple uh, goals and motivating factors, most of which is that I've found so much joy and excitement doing the work 
once I did enough of it to find that spark. And I think that's the message that I want to leave with you today. This idea, whatever it is, whatever projects you have or things you're working on, I think that there's a tipping point of when you've done enough to feel that energy and excitement around it, rather than just feeling nervous or feeling overwhelmed, some parts of it are, are, are narrowing the, the goal to like a small enough goal that it feels like one step at a time and you don't feel like you're trying to eat a whole elephant. You just do one bite and really defining clearly what those pieces are and doing them is really helpful to get some of that beginner energy out of the way. And then I think understanding when you find that flow, you know a project, like once you get in deep enough, it's going to feel better. Some of my favorite quotes include things like, the only way out is through. Like getting into it, digging around, doing the work, knowing that it's going to be hard and that it will also be fun. It can also be energizing and uh, really exciting when you are present with it and when you give yourself the space and time. And I think this is important, especially for working moms and for moms in general. When you give yourself the space and time, that that is the only thing that you need to be working on in that moment. Clear away the rest of your to-do list, the rest of your duties, the rest of your must-handles for a little while so that the only thing you're responsible for in that you know, couple hours or that weekend or whatever it may be is the work itself. This idea of just unitasking is why I created Live Free Creative Camp so many years ago because I know that it's really hard to do that. It's hard to find the time, especially a significant chunk of time, to set apart on your calendar for a thing that you need to do that doesn't involve necessarily like meeting up with someone else. We often will give up our own responsibilities to ourselves before we give up commitments to other people. And Creative Camp was a way that I could help people make a commitment to themselves because they invested time and money and and you know had to find a sitter and had to create the logistics in their lives so that they were giving themselves back the space to work on projects that were important to them. You don't have to go away to do this though. Think of as you're listening to this, what is something that you really want to do that you haven't created space for in your life? And I want to invite you to find a way to create some space for it and then break it down into small enough pieces that you can get started on one little piece at a time. And as soon as you find that momentum, allow yourself to go with it and to really find the flow in the project, in the paper, in the creative activity, in the you know, exercise activity, whatever it is that, it, that has kind of been hanging around in the recesses of your mind that you want to work on. Create some space for that in your life and see what happens. See what happens when you dig in deep enough to find the sort of intrinsic motivation of the project where the reason you're doing it is because of how it feels while you're doing it rather than some golden carrot dangling at the end. I think my project has a little bit of both. I'm really enjoying the process of digging into everyday creativity, and I'm really excited to complete it, turn it in, and enjoy my summer. That's what's been happening in week 35. I'm excited to update you next week on whether or not I had a draft finished by the end of the day today. I will let you know. 
I'll probably share that over on Instagram if you follow me over there at Libri Miranda. I hope that you're having a wonderful week and I will chat with you again soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.